Welcome to the Boma, New Jersey podcast, where we feature industry leaders, allied partners, and share important industry insights. I'm John Majeski with Ellen Wolf as your hosts. Episode number four is brought to you by Colliers. Colliers is a leading diversified professional services and investment management company. Colliers works collaboratively to provide expert advice to real estate occupiers, owners, and investors. We are at the forefront of the real estate industry, leading the way and backed by an exceptional record of success. We are building for our future and yours. Ellen and I are really excited. With us today, we have Boma, New Jersey Vice President Amanda Zega. Amanda is also a senior property manager at Colliers International and an RPA through Boma International. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you. Hi, John. Hi, Ellen. Hi, Amanda. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited. Thank Um, you for having me. Thank you. We actually, we brought you on today to, you know, discuss some BOMA events and, you know, break some of the things down in detail now that we're getting back to a little bit of normalcy and we can have things in person again. It's so exciting. We definitely want to go through some upcoming events, some past events and what our members can expect when they go to these events, but we can't let you off the hook that easy yet. We have to get to know you a little bit before we dive into all that stuff. So, um, you know, starting with, I noticed that you have an RPA certification through BOMI International as the senior property manager of Colliers. Can you explain to us a little bit how BOMA helped you with that certification and for all the listeners out there, what that certification actually entails? Sure. So I had to look back uh, before this interview and look at my paperwork. I can't believe that that much time has gotten behind me, but I received my RPA in November of 2012. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yes. So uh, typically if you were to go full-time, it's about a two-year course um, because I did it part-time in the evenings after work. It took me, I guess, about four years, really, maybe a little bit longer So, uh, but the courses are very relevant to what we do each day, looking at the financials, at the budgeting, at the operations, um, and even learning a little bit about our service partners, our vendors in the industry and and what they do and bring to the table. So uh, I do use the RPA, the knowledge base every single day. If you don't have an RPA as a property manager, go out and get one. Excellent. And how, so you, you got hooked up through this certification class through BOMA. Is it something that they offer now still today? Can members sign up for these classes? Yes. So BOMA, which is the Institute of BOMA, BOMA offers a lot of education for our property managers, our facility managers, our engineers. There are different certifications. And if you don't already have some of those initials behind your name, uh, you should definitely go and check out the BOMA, BOMI Institute, the website, and see what courses and certifications would be relevant to you in this field. They carry weight. A lot of companies, as a property manager, do want to see the RPA. It's not always required, but it's preferred. 
Excellent. Thank you. Very, very helpful information for all our listeners. Also, um, so we did mention that you are currently a senior property manager with Colliers, and I know that you only started there, you know, less than a year ago. Um, how has the transition been? And, you know, are you using that RPA still with Colliers? Absolutely. I use the RPA every single day. So that's definitely a weapon in my property management arsenal. Excellent. Um, but yeah, so I'm with Colliers now seven months and it went in, in a flash. Um, I have found that Colliers is very personable as a company. I love their culture. It's a great fit for myself and them. Um, I found overall, they're just a very friendly, communicative um, culture. They're focused on client and customer satisfaction, and they're not, they're not a huge company and they don't overwhelm their property managers. They're, not, they're more about quality rather than quantity, which I have found to be really refreshing, really great that I have the time to focus on my client and my tenant and really give, and the property, and give them the quality time and uh, work that they deserve. Very happy here. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. So glad to hear it. Yeah. And I, know- and I would be remiss. I'm sorry, Ellen, to cut you off. Sure. If I did not mention the leadership at Colliers, especially the local leadership that I work with, they've been amazing. Very welcoming, very supportive, and uh, but yet not like that micromanaging, overwhelming. They've They've been terrific. Excellent. And they were gracious enough to sponsor this episode for us. So thank Yay! <laughs> Thanks, Colliers. <laughs> so we are going to get into um, some BOMA questions and those events. But first, we're going to switch it just a little, you know, to get you. We got to know you a little bit professionally, personally, a little bit. Um, a little birdie told me that you are a very, very involved in the New Jersey Ski and Snowboard Council, and you're a big time skier and that you've done downhill racing. Is this true? The rumors are correct, Ellen. Wow, (laughs) so interesting. Yes, yes. Uh, My father had me on skis around two years old, and I think most days I can ski better than I can walk. Wow. So, yeah. Growing up, we, uh, we were always doing ski vacations, skiing as a family. And, uh, you know, I did ski, ski clubs as a young adult and carried that through, uh, into my adulthood. So most of my vacations are winter ski oriented, um, which I love. It's kind of my Zen. In that Atlanta. is so amazing. What is your Very favorite cool. place that you've ever skied? There are so, so many, but one of the places I will say, I will always go back to, it has a little piece of my heart, is Chamonix, France. Wow, Chamonix, France. Yes, it's a winter ski village nestled into the France uh, countryside in the mountains. It is gorgeous. And the town, um, it's an old world town, food, wine, everything is amazing. The skiing, the snow, it, it was like butter. It was just unbelievable. Wow. And that was probably my most memorable and favorite ski trip wow. so far. That sounds really muy cool. fabulous. <laughs> Trabian. <laughs> Trabian, there you go. Okay, John, I think you do have some uh, BOMA questions for Amanda, right? 
Yeah, so Amanda, so let's talk about some BOMA events, other BOMA questions. We want to learn more about your participation within BOMA. So to jump right into it, how long have you been involved with BOMA and what committees have you served on or headed? Sure. So I started with BOMA back in 2003, and I was highly encouraged slash uh, dragged <laughs> to go to my first BOMA meeting by Marie Cunningham. Uh, she was a property manager with Gill Company back in the day. And uh, I have a, a good long history with Marie. She's uh, mentored and brought many of us up through the years. So since then, um, my first meeting, um, I've served on, I have to think about this, I've served on the education committee alongside of Al Todd for a little while. Um, I then went on to the Young Professionals YP committee and I worked with Jamie Kazium of Public Sewer and he did an amazing job with that. And now I'm working with Jess Hatton on that committee as well. Um, I worked on the membership committee for quite a while. I worked very closely with Bobby Sterone and uh, Paul Migliori and some other great people. And then I worked on the programs committee for a number of years, very closely with Andy Diamond and Ray Ventura, Allison Berg, Tori. Again, tons of great people with those committees. And then like I was, yeah. BOMA. <laughs> What's that? It sounds like a who's who of BOMA, all those people. I know, I know. There's so many great people in BOMA. And when you sit on a committee, whether you're chairing it, co-chairing it, or just showing up, you have the opportunity to intimately interact with your fellow managers, possibly an owner, and your vendors. And it's an amazing experience. Very cool. So they dragged you to the first one. You're kicking and screaming. And then now we're hearing about you being so involved in all these committees. What made you stay? That's a great question. I, and I'm a big believer in bringing the fun to BOMA. Bring the fun to work, bring the fun to BOMA. And I found that BOMA was a ton of fun. The connections is really what keeps you involved. And in order to have those connections, of course, you have to be involved. It's very circular. Um, but there were a lot of people, pivotal people in my BOMA history that I would be remiss if I didn't give them a shout out. So I already said Marie Cunningham, Lorraine Kusinski, Dolores Boshin, and then I've made tons of great friends throughout the years. Um, most recently, Dana Getz and I have gotten very close uh, being on the board. But of course, Harold Campbell, Robin, Debbie, Mike, Cassandra, Marini. I mean, just amazing people. Um, again, I want to be there. I have great connections there. I have a great time. And even through COVID, we're all meeting online. We're Zooming it's still kept everybody connected and it's wonderful to see smiling faces and people I know and I'm comfortable with in the industry. Wow. So it seems like some of the rewards are all those friendships. Sounds like you have a lot of great friendships from BOMA. Absolutely. And the networking, I can call up any of those folks or any of the vendors that I see every week on zoom or through the years and say, Hey, look, I have a problem. What do you think about this? Can you help me out? And they're always there. They always have your back quality, good-hearted people. That's great. It's, That's it's definitely so always good to have some good phone of friends. So we all need that in our lives. Yes. So what advice would you give someone looking to get the most out of their Bowman membership? It sounds like you kind of answered that question already, but I'll let you kind of elaborate on it just a little bit. 
Absolutely. Be active, be vocal, show your face, go to meetings uh, when we resume <laughs> in-person meetings. I know not everybody's a type A, although many of us in sales and in property management, that's kind of who our industry attracts. But if you're not a type A, that's okay too. Find, find a buddy. Usually the membership committee will target out those type Bs or the new people and bring you around and introduce you so you don't feel left out. But just being there, meeting other people. And again, the committees are really where the meat and potatoes are because you're getting that one-on-one -on -one time and you're really getting to know people and who they are. Plus, it's always super fun after a committee meeting to go out for cocktail hour <laughs> and a couple of advisors. <laughs> yeah, recap the meeting over a cold one. Nice. Absolutely, yeah. definitely agree with that. So what's your most memorable BOMA moment? Wow. So there's been tons, but I would say two stick out in my mind. Um, first, when I earned the RPA, I remember the day that I stood at the BOMA membership meeting and it happened to be at the Newark Club in Newark, New Jersey. And Lorraine Kusinski, who was my sponsor, she was next to me. She gave me a handshake and Lorraine and I had worked together for years and years and years, decades. And she was teary-eyed, I was teary-eyed. And I was just kind of like, you know, mom, look, I did it. I did it. Aww. Yeah. So that, that was a great day. And then um, back in the day, the Toby Awards used to be at the Meadowland races. And we would go through the Toby Awards, which of course are amazing. It's the best of the best in our industry. But then after that, we, it would open up for the races and we would all place bets on the horses and whatnot. And at that time, you know, I was very young in the industry. I was in my early 20s. So this was like the best thing ever. I had <laughs> so much fun at that event. Sometimes I'd win a couple bucks. Sometimes I made a deposit, but I still had a great time. You're not the sounds first. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, you're not the first BOMA podcast guest to actually mention that, the uh, the Tobys at the Meadowlands. So yeah, it might be been... a bring back soon. <laughs> yes. The BOMA community recently partnered with Onyx Equities and got back together in person for a wonderful charity event at the Jersey Shore. So could, could you just tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. So Onyx and BOMA New Jersey met for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Foundation. And BOMA New Jersey raised, I believe it was over $5,300, $5,400, something around that amount. Wow. And we, yeah, we, we really did a great job. And we were, BOMA New Jersey was the second highest corporate sponsor uh, or fundraiser in the event. So wow. I'm really proud of, you know, all of the participants uh, in the event. So we met on a beautiful Saturday morning and we walked the seaside boardwalk. We did a 5K. Some of us uh, were stragglers in the back. <laughs> and so we're speed walkers in the front, but it was a gorgeous day. And it was really nice since we were all outside, people who are comfortable being close to each other or not. We were social distancing. Some people wore a mask if they felt comfortable, but it was just really nice. And it was sort of our first in-person event, if you will, uh, that we've had. So after the event, when we sat down and we had some pizza, and some cold beverages after the event. It was really great just to sit across the table from colleagues and our BOMA buddies 
and look them in the in the eyes, not through a computer monitor, and say, "Hey, how's everything going?" So it was just uh, for me a really memorable event. Plus, of course, the cause. How can you get better than that? Agreed. Really I was I was there that day as well, and it was um, such a fabulous day and <laughs> such a big turnout. How many people do you think from Boma attended that event? Well, we purchased. 40 t-shirts and they all went. Wow. And not everybody wore one. So I would say about 40 to 50 people attended from Boma, New Jersey. That's a big turnout. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Really good. So the next in-person event we have is August 2nd, which is the ever popular Boma golf outing. So can you tell me about where it's being held and, and how that normally runs? Sure. I can tell you a little bit about that event. So it's going to be held at Fiddler's Elbow Country Club, where it usually is. And I am told that it is phenomenal for golfing. I myself is not a, not a golfer, um, but certainly a supporter. And after the golfing event, there is an awesome, super fun dinner where everybody comes in off the golf course, relax, have some bites, sit down, joke about their swings and enjoy the rest of the evening. And that's so that, that's basically going to be the first in-person event. I mean, the, the thing we just talked about, the charity event with Onyx Equities. I mean, this is the real BOMA calendar first event in person since the pandemic, correct? Yes. Well, we had the golf event last year in 2020, but it was set up obviously different. You were okay. for some, you kind of picked up your goodie package and you went on your way. Everything was encouraged to be social distance, masks, you know, as appropriate. But this year is really kind of our landmarking. We're sort of back to normal event. Yes. So excited. Looking forward to it. It's going to be going to be a great time. Now, the one other event I want to talk about that everybody always asks us about is the Monte Carlo night. So tell me about the Monte Carlo night. Once again, Boma is gambling. <laughs> <laughs> Monte Carlo is one of the features for us, all of us as members. Uh, it's an allied event and the managers get invited by the allied partners to come and participate. So it is a sort of gambling based event. So you get tickets that you get to participate in gambling games like blackjack or the craps table. Uh, for myself, I usually lose all of my tickets as opposed to <laughs> gaining more back. But if you're a good gambler and you win more tickets, there is a phenomenal raffle at the end of the event. And there's really everybody who donates and supports the events, they go above and beyond with the raffle. So if you haven't gone to Monte Carlo in a long time, or if you've never been, you should get yourself there because a raffle and the fun times are worth it. Wait, and can I throw something in too? I one of my first BOMA events that I ever attended and I was so blown away because there's also dancing. I, I don't know if, you know, that's a normal thing that happens every year, but it happened the year I was there and it was so much fun. Yes, yes, it is not a normal thing, but hey, you know, in our industry, you can't be perfectly normal to get through it. <laughs> so a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, dancing and whatnot breaks out. Yes. And I, I had actually danced one of the years as well, 
Reese Figger is a ballroom dancer. He's done instruction for a long time. So at one point, Reese and I hit the floor. We were doing some salsa one year. I, I remember that. Very nice. I had the, the fabulous opportunity of having Reese lead me around the dance floor at the holiday party. So I know exactly what you're talking about, but I can't imagine a, a little birdie also told me that you have some experience in actually competitive ballroom dancing. So I can't imagine you and Reese together on the dance floor. That must have been a sight. <laughs> He's much better than I am. <laughs> but it was, Woman, sure was many fun. talents. Yes, yes. Well, you know, again, in our industry, we are uh, dynamic people in a dynamic industry. All of us are juggling so many different things a day. I think it just draws uh, talented people with, uh, you know, strong leadership and tons of abilities behind them. Very cool. Yeah. Ellen, I know there's some other things you wanted to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I haven't stopped talking this whole time, but I'll, <laughs> I'll add some more. I just, um, you know, I know you mentioned it before, the, um, the weekly roundtable call, that this was something that sort of gelled everyone together over the pandemic. And, um, you know, I look forward to it every week um, when my schedule permits, and I get really disappointed when my schedule doesn't permit. Um, but can you tell us a little bit about, you know, that call and, you know, how we can join and how it's helped you maintain and build new relationships within the BOMA community? Absolutely. So during COVID, obviously, it gave many of us challenges how to stay current and relevant and in communication with not only Bowman, New Jersey, tenants, owners, clients. So I have to applaud uh, and give much kudos to Dana Getz for putting together these weekly calls and, you know, staying the course and, and being on every week. So uh, these weekly calls were started and we originally, we had specific topics related to COVID. As managers, as companies, there was a lot of information coming out to all of us. It was overwhelming, both from the outside world, the CDC, from the tenant companies, from our owners, from our own companies. And it was hard to sort through what is relevant, what do we need to do, what are best practices. And BOMA, New Jersey, BOMA in itself, but then also BOMA, New Jersey, a lot of it for me, the takeaways of relevancy, what we should be doing as managers in our industry, were through these calls. And, you know, again, best practices, just kind of bouncing ideas off of fellow vendors, um, you know, HVAC, janitorial, how should we handle this? What do we do? Our fellow uh, managers, what are you guys doing? What worked best? And that really, that March, April, May, really got us through that timeline. And kind of after things calmed down, if you will, where tenants were staying at home and more people were staying at home and the buildings kind of calmed down, then it became more of a collaboration of, you know, what do we do now? Who's doing what? How do we move forward? And of course, now we're talking about re-entry, how we're handling that um, as, as owners, as managers, as vendors, um, different services that are starting to pick up again, garbage removal, cleaning, you know, as, as tenants re-enter. And it's just really been great the whole time collaboration. And there certainly are those weeks 
that we just want to talk as people, you know, hey, what are you doing this weekend? What's going on in your lives? Memorial Day is coming up or, you know, this is coming up. Who's doing what? Again, it's just really nice to have those connections. And and sometimes you never know when the person leading the call will ask everyone on the call to stand up and do the chicken dance. I mean, you know, that's always a possibility. Rumor is heard. That's happened. I, I don't know. You know, you never know. You never know what's going to happen on these calls. <laughs> so they were every Friday and we changed to summer hours. So currently they are every Thursday at 11 o'clock. They're about a half an hour. We encourage everybody to join in and turn your cameras on. It doesn't matter if your hair is in a bun and the dog's barking in the background, although, you know, mute that. But we want to see you. We want to hear from you. We want to know what's going on in your life, in your company. You know, it's not recorded. It's not formal. We just want to talk and say hello. Perfect. So if we don't get an invite to that, can we reach out to um, Pat Hanley at Boma? NewJersey.org and ask that we put on the invitation for those calls. Is that open to any BOMA member? You absolutely can do that, Ellen. Pat will give you the information. And there are some, it's open to, of course, BOMA New Jersey members. There has been an occasion where we have somebody looking to join BOMA New Jersey or who, if it's a vendor partner, they're not yet a member, but they're on the waiting list. And they have been allowed to participate as well. So if you have a curious guest or a buddy that's um, wondering about BOMA, please do invite them. Excellent. All right. Perfect. Um, I think we might be out of time already. It goes so, so quickly. John, do you have any other questions for our vice president of BOMA, New Jersey, Amanda Zega? I don't think I do. I just want to say thank you, Amanda, for joining us. And it's cool to hear about your many talents, your ballroom dancing, your skiing, which I need to talk to you more about the skiing because that's one of my favorite things to do as well. So we got to definitely connect on that. Oh, yes. Oh, I love it. Yes, 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 please. I mean, maybe we should we should talk to the planning committee and organize a BOMA ski trip. I love, would it, Ellen. love that. Yes. Stay tuned, it. BOMA members. <laughs> there you might never know. You never know what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. And as John said, Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we really loved hearing about everything. And, um, you know, any new events coming up? Absolutely. So on June 15th, we have a multi-market discussion on tenant re-entry, and that's hosted by BOMA Chicago, BOMA Georgia, BOMA Houston, and BOMA New York. So that should be great. Tune in for that. June 17th, we have our super committee meeting at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. So that is where all of the heads from the BOMA New Jersey committees will be joined by the board of directors. And we are going to a meeting of the minds and go over great stuff and things to come. And start planning ski trips. Yeah, it's on the list okay. and a bonfire. Okay. June 29th, we have our 2021 Energy Action Day featuring keynote speaker Gina Bakra from the New York City Department of Buildings, Chief Sustainability Officer. August 2nd, of course, as we talked, is the annual BOMA New Jersey golf outing. Woo! See you there. In September, date to be determined, we are going to have our first post-COVID in-person real meeting titled The Four Seasons. So details to come, be on the lookout. I expect everybody out for that. No excuses. Yes, yes. 
October 6th through the 9th is the BOMA International Conference and Expo. And November 1st through 3rd is BOMA International Medical Office Buildings and Healthcare Real Estate Conference. And of course, in December, we have hopefully our annual holiday party to be determined. So be on the lookout for all of that. I hope to see everybody's smiling faces, healthy, ready to maybe hug and be a part of BOMA, New Jersey. Yes, I love Looking it. Looking forward to it. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you to all you listeners out there for joining us on the BOMA, New Jersey podcast, episode four, brought to you by Collier's. Collier's is a leading diversified professional services and investment management company. They strive to build their business at a competitive pace by augmenting internal growth with smart strategic acquisitions that increase market share, expand service offerings, and extend their geographic reach for the benefit of all their clients and shareholders. Thank you so much, Collier's. Thank you again, Amanda. Thank you, John. If you'd like to learn more about sponsorship for our next podcast, feel free to reach out to me, John, or Pat Hanley at any time. And if you'd like to learn more about Bowman, New Jersey, or better yet, be involved, like we are always saying is so rewarding, check out BomaNewJersey.org. Tune in next time for all the Boma, New Jersey insider information that you will only find right here on the Boma, New Jersey podcast. Till then, I'm Ellen Wolf. And I'm John Majeski. Thanks for listening. Stay well, stay strong, and stay safe. <laughs>